passage I want to talk about today is in the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. Jesus says this to his disciples. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be made full. I was an English teacher for 20 years, and I would tell my students when we were reading through a passage, pay attention when words or phrases are repeated. That's a rhetorical device. It's used to grab our attention and to emphasize that that word or the, the phrase is important. So in these 11 verses, Jesus uses the word abide nine times. That's significant. And so I needed to dig a little bit deeper into that. And I went to go look for the origin of that word in different languages. In Hebrew, the word is denam, and it means to dwell. In the English language, we get the word abode, which is another word for a house or a dwelling, a place where we put down roots, not just the physical walls and roof, but really it is our home. And homes are made up of relationships. You might have heard the phrase, home is where the heart is, because it is the place where we feel we belong in community. In Spanish, the word is permanecer, which means to continue with. A lot of times it's used in terms of a marriage commitment or relationship. And so these different languages, different words, but all have a common sense of commitment. And when Jesus is speaking to his disciples, this is right before his crucifixion, and he wants to tell them the most important things. As a mother, I understand that. I have four adult children. They no longer live with me. Well, that's not true. Some of them have come back. But at one point, they all left to go to college, to live independent from me. And I remember with each one of them, even though I knew they do come back, it's not as if they're gone forever. It's different when they come back. And so I want, I wanted to make sure that before they left in those months and weeks and days, that I would tell them the things that I felt were most important. And so that's the context in which Jesus is speaking to his disciples. And that's the context in which he speaks to us. 
and he wants to stress over and over and over again, abide with me. Stay committed to me. In 2012, my husband and I, we live in Dallas, but we bought a farm property in north central Texas, about two hours outside of Fort Worth um, in a little town called Dublin. My husband grew up in that area, and so that was kind of going back to his roots. So we built a farm property, and then in 2016, we planted a vineyard. That had always been a dream of my husband's to plant a vineyard. And so we did, and I thought, oh, it's just pretty and great. I'll go out there and just kind of play around, but that's his hobby. And little did I know that as I would go and work those vines and listen to what my husband told me about how the, the vines grew, that God would use it to teach me so much about my relationship with him. And these verses, these 11 verses have come to life. And so I want to invite you on really a year-long journey with me to learn the lessons from the vine. Jesus says, I'm the true vine. If you want to know more about what that means, there's a blog that you can go to. I've put a link to the website, Abide Devotionals, in the show notes. Click on that. It'll take you to all the resources. You can find the blog. Um, you can find the social media um, post. But all of this is meant to help you learn with me what it truly means to abide. So I hope that you will take the advantage of these resources. As I just said, there's a blog that goes along with this week's uh, theme, which is what does it mean to abide, where I kind of dig into the Old Testament and look at when Jesus says, I'm the true vine, okay, what does that mean? So if we look at the, at um, how God used the vine and vineyards as a metaphor and symbol for his chosen people, when Jesus says, I'm the true vine, there's, there's big significance in that. So I hope you'll go along um, th- with that. Go read it. Check it out. Um, also, there are, as I said, some social media posts that will have scriptures that are referenced in different things. And then I want to invite you to watch the video as we go into the vineyard and learn from actually looking at these vines in the different seasons. There's three real there's three prominent or defined seasons, the growing season, the harvest season, and the dormant season, which I believe is the most important season, actually, for the, um, for the, the success and the growth of the vine that comes after. So we're going to start with that. We're going to walk through week by week what God is teaching me, and I hope that you'll also interact. There's comment sections on the blog. You can comment on the social media posts, but I would love to know what God is revealing to you as we learn what it means to stay committed and abide with him.